Welcome back to Disciples by Design, guys. It has been uh, a few months now. Um, just really took time away to uh, honestly focus on, on life and the family over the summer. And uh, we've just been very busy. So, yeah. Had a little bit of time today before I got to go to work and just uh, wanted to do a, a short podcast and, and get back in the word and really just, uh, you know, focus on him. And so, uh, what we're going to be doing is today, we're going to be talking about Matthew chapter six, and, uh, we're just going to go into depth on some of the things that God's been speaking to my heart about in that chapter. And so, uh, you know, a couple months of being away from doing the podcast and stuff. One thing I've noticed is, is that, uh, you know, when, I'm not doing a lot of teaching. Um, it was harder for me to be in the word all the time. And so, you know, I imagine, uh, that's probably what a lot of people go through. It really, it really comes down to guys. You just, you have to take the time to be with him because, you know, you're going to, you're going to either serve God or you're going to serve the devil. If you're serving yourself, you know, that's not necessarily if you're just, uh, you know, being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna serve the devil. You know, people think that way most of the time. Um, but uh, let's see, where did it say here? Um, so I'm reading from the NIT Bible and the NIV Bible. Um, let's see, yeah. Oh, the NIV and the A. Amplified. There we go. NIV and the Amplified. Um, so in Matthew 6, um, 25, let's see. It's talking about how, talking about anxiety, you know, and this is one thing I've noticed, you know, no matter what happens, Things come up in our lives and we're dealing with situations on a daily basis. You know, whether you're, um, whether you're grandparents and, you know, you've already gone through parenthood and, you know, um, dealt with, dealt with your kids and stuff over the course of the years, you know, um, and maybe you have anxiety when it comes to them and decisions they're making, or maybe you're, maybe you're in a, a parent right now and you, you know, you're like me and my wife and you have kids and you're having more kids and you're wondering how you're going to pay bills and, um, how you're, how things are going to pull through and work out. Um, you know, that this applies to you. Maybe you haven't even had kids yet. Maybe you're still looking for your, your spouse, you know, God's holding somebody for you and you're nervous and anxious because, you know, you don't know where that person is, or, or maybe you're, maybe you're dating somebody and, you know, it's causing you anxiety because things aren't working out the way that you'd want. Well, it says here in Matthew six, verse 25, therefore I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest nor gather the crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? 
And who of you by worrying can add one hour to the length of his life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow. They do not labor, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if it but if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today and tomorrow, and uh, tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith, therefore do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, that uh, that's something we all need to, like, honestly just really meditate on. Because, you know, through our daily lives, like, things come up all the time. So, you know, uh, in my own life, me and my wife just opened a business called Defining the Details. And, uh, dude, get, getting a business off the ground is hard. It's hard. You know, it, uh, it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of effort. There is corrections and recorrections and, you know, continuous corrections to be made along the way. You're starting a brand up from the bottom up and, you know, um, it's hard. It's difficult. You know, we have the same thing in our lives, whether when you start a new job, um, when, when you have your first kid, when you get married, you know, there's all these, there's all these things that, uh, heck when your kids leave for college, like there's a bunch of things that just cause stress, you know, uh, maybe you got a new car or you have an old car and you don't get the guest best gas mileage. There's a lot of things in life that, you know, can cause worry and stress. And when it really comes down to it, we need to run to the word and Honestly, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Sometimes you're like, I just got home. I don't want to sit down and read the Bible. I, I want to just watch TV. Something to keep in mind and something that has kept me in the word is realizing whatever I put the most of into me is what is going to come out of me because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so, you know, it's so important that, uh, that we're putting the word inside of us. So that in the times where we really need it, that's what's coming out of us is the word, the Bible, what God says, his promises and his blessings. Because when you're in a difficult situation, you're going to find out what you're really made of. And I'd rather find out that I'm really made of the word of God and of his word, his presence, his promises, his blessings, and stand on that rather than the things that the world teaches. There's so many times that, uh, that stuff just goes wrong, man. Like with the business, like just, you know, right now, one of the things is we're trying to get work in and, you know, it's hard. 
you know, people take time to consider their options. And so, you know, in the meantime, we're like, well, we have bills to pay. So God work anytime is, is just thankful. You know, we'll be thankful for that. But, uh, can you hurry? <laughs> you get me? You know, sometimes you're like, God, I, I've been praying for this. Why isn't it happening? I've been seeking you on it. Why is it happening? You know, we don't need to worry about that stuff. We need to just let tomorrow be tomorrow and let today be today. And you just say, Jesus, I'm going to trust you, even though it looks like things aren't going the way that I want them to. Man. So, uh, we're going to jump to chapter 7 real quick because this is one of my favorite passages. Uh, this is the NIV. I was just reading from the Amplified. Uh, so, it's chapter 7, verse 7. This is one of the best verses that you could, or passageways that you could ever go to, especially when you're praying for something, or you're seeking after something, you need an answer. This is where you can go back and say, God, you said, God, you said, this is a promise. You said, when you remind God of what he said, God cannot go against his word. So this is called Ask, Seek, and Knock. And those of you that have read it have probably, you already know where I'm going. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. So those two verses, 7 and 8 right there, that, that's just, that's my one of my favorite passages right there. Because basically, you know, we get, we get to, we get to ask God and pray to him and ask him. And it says here that, that it will be given to you. And we get to seek. And we get to seek after his heart. And seek after who he is. And it says that seek and you will find. And then we get to knock and be like, God, God, I want to know more. I, I want to know more. I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry for this. I, I want to know more about this, God. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who finds, or he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. And, you know, if we go right back to where we were talking about, um, uh, you know, being anxious and worried, the NIV, uh, what it says about that, let's see, I'll go right over to it. Uh, do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body and what you will wear. Is life not more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more value than they? Oh, man. If you, you you guys just think about that, I mean, you, you ever think about the birds and the wildlife and the animals and like, it's really true, man. Like they don't, they just go out and they eat stuff and then they go home, they raise their young and 
they sit in a in a tree and tweet and stuff, and you know they might do more than that, but like they don't do a whole lot. But yet God makes sure that they are taken care of, that that they have a life and that they're able to live it fully. So why do we worry about so much when God has given us the grace to be able to just rely on Him, to cast our cares on Him, and live life? And not worry about the future. Yet, I feel like we live in a time period where so many people are afraid. So many people are anxious and worried about things. God, the government's doing this. And God, there isn't food on the shelf. I can't find toilet paper. Man, somebody invented wipes. You can find those. Makes it so much cleaner, too. <laughs> We're living in a time period when God's really seeking our heart to be reliant on Him and Him solely and to let the other things of the world go. You know, I you know I used to play a lot of video games and now I hardly do anything. You know, I, I have uh, those of you out there that have video games and that know me, um, you know, I, I have almost every system that has come out over the last 10 years and, you know, I've had it or sold it, you know, whatever. Um, but I have, I have the Oculus Rift state of the art, uh, VR video gaming. I don't, I don't really touch it. I have an Xbox and a PlayStation. And I don't really touch them. I have the computer I'm using right now. And aside from like work stuff, I really don't play video games anymore. I just realized there's more important things to life than, than to watch TV or play video games or to entertain myself. You know, it's more entertaining to actually live life and to live it on purpose. And so, so the whole message today is living life on purpose. You know, if you're worried and you're afraid and you're fretting stuff, you're not living on purpose because you're too worried about what's going to happen. What we need to do is cast our cares on Jesus, realize that he has a plan and a purpose for our lives, realize that if he takes care of the wildlife and the trees and, you know, everything else in this world, you know, around us, he's going to take care of us. We don't have to worry and fret over it. We get to live life on purpose. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys got something out of that. I am going to go ahead and end it here. Um, a, I want to spend more time in the word and, uh, spend some time with Jesus before I head to work. Now, this is interesting. I'm just going to share this real quick. I flipped through and I'm, I'm, uh, reading one of my older Bibles and, uh, there's a, a page from, oh, it looks like an envelope and I must've had something written on it at, um, on the other page because it's ripped off but uh it says overwhelm myself in the word and uh yeah this is this is cool this uh this bible that i'm reading out of the niv um it's a devotional a men's devotional bible i remember my parents bought it for me uh Probably about 10 years ago now. It's been a long time. Um, 
but this is Luke chapter 21, verse 29. He told them this parable, Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on the un unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch, and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Huh. It's pretty interesting that I just happened to turn to that. We need to uh, focus our hearts on God. And, you know, I, I even know it in, in my own life, man. We need to we need to live after Jesus, and it's it's hard. It can be hard, man. Sometimes you're you're not going to feel like it's hard. And you know uh, something my dad told me about, and as he was thinking about it, and it's something you know I've thought about too. We have to live each moment on purpose, because there you know one minute one moment you can totally. Be on fire for God and the next moment be full of temptation to do, you know, what's wrong. And it is a moment by moment relationship with God that we should depend on him and all that we do moment by moment. And, you know, there's a lot of people that will hear that and be like, nope, that's too hard. I'm not doing that. And that's fine. If you're going to be that way, then Live it to the live it to the max, man. But uh, I'm telling you, there will be a time when you regret that decision. It may not be now. It may not be for a week. It may not be for months. It may not be for years. But there will be a time when you regret that decision. The best thing you can do is say, Jesus, I don't know how to do it on my own. I understand in my own strength, I don't always have what it takes. I don't always get it right. I don't always know the right answer, the right way to step up, the right way to do things. But I want to live life on purpose, and I want to live it for you. I want to have a heart that seeks after yours. I want to be close to you. I want to know you. And then when you're in trouble... When temptation comes, when anxiety attacks, when situations don't look right, when your kids act out, when problems arise, when the ground seems to be crumbling around you, you run, and I mean it, you run to the word. You run. Don't be eating comfort food. Don't be watching TV shows that make you feel lovey and dovey. When, when you're hurting, when you're looking for something, you run to the word and you partake of it 
until it soaks into you. Because right now you're either you're either showing two things. You got a light that's glowing from the inside out, or you've got a darkness that's seeping through the cracks. And we can't have two masters. We can only have one. So run to the word. Run to it with all that you've got. Everything within inside of you. Because there's coming a day when he's coming back. And a lot of people aren't going to be prepared. But if you take your relationship moment by moment. And you're going to have times where you notice that you fell. Or fall. Or have fallen. And all you got to do is say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I want to be closer to you, God. And then you run to the word and you partake of the word. You let that build inside of you, grow within you. And it's, it's going to take a while to get there, but you're going to start to notice the change within you. A growing capacity on the inside that you never knew was possible. Because you're going to be walking with God. Don't let this be how you live life. And be the ending of the story. Let now be the start of it. How you really started to focus on Jesus. How Jesus began to change your life. Because you're renewing your mind from the inside out. If there's anyone out there. And you're not a Christian. You would like to be. You would like to know Jesus and not have to worry or fret or be anxious anymore. Say this prayer. Lord God, I come before you today. I want to live a good life. I don't want to have to worry, be anxious, fret. God, I want the strength and understanding of your heart, God. I say you come into my life and be the Lord of my heart. Lord of my life, the Savior of my being, God. I pray that you show me the truth, the light, and the love and God, I thank you for everything that you're doing in my life. I thank you for supplying all my needs. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, then welcome to the family, guys. Find a good Bible-based church. We'll see you guys next episode. Thank you for listening to Disciples by Design.